is The Shaman's Notebook. Today, my guest is Laura Castle, who is an astrologer, a marketing business coach, and an astrology business strategist. Welcome. Thank you, Suzanne. I love talking to you. I'm so happy to be here. I want to ask you to begin to talk about something that isn't usually the subject of discussion in spiritual circles, which is marketing. Everyone in business needs marketing, yet most people don't know how to do it effectively. As a marketing coach and a business strategist, what would you say is missing? What do people need to understand about marketing that perhaps they don't? Ooh, that's such a good question. Um, well, the first thing you always have to remind yourself is selling is a service. So I think we think of, you know, selling and marketing and talking about our services as, you know, kind of selfish. And for spiritual people especially, that's that doesn't feel good or aligned. So what I also find, though, part of why they don't feel aligned with it and it feels kind of even gross to them sometimes is the methods and strategies they're being taught aren't once again, aligned with them. And maybe they are a little sleazy or not something that feels right. So that's why I started bringing astrology into it, because I think different personalities and different types of people will mesh better with certain funnels. So I think um, something that is, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> something that people misinterpret is that we all have to do this exact scientific formula to have a strong marketing strategy, but that's just not true. And I think um, it's really important to listen to your intuition and listen to what really feels right to you. And that's what will bring you success versus trying to do something that just doesn't feel right. You use the term alignment and, and that's a buzzword that we hear a lot, being in or out of alignment. Since you work with spiritual entrepreneurs, how do you help them to understand what is or is not an alignment for them? That is where the birth chart analysis starts everything. <laughs> um, so that is really something that most people in our, in our culture, in, in America, North America, um, most people know their sun sign. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. You might feel very, um, it might feel very accurate what your sun sign is because that is technically the truest form of yourself. But there's so much more going on in a chart and it's so important to look at everything as a whole. So what I actually do, um, rather than getting too complex, I get complex with the individual, but I've actually broken it down into the elements. So astrology is every sign is represented by an element. So fire, air, water, and earth. And when you look at your chart, you can actually determine what your dominant element is and what your missing element is. So whatever your dominant element is will tell you what platforms to show up on and what your marketing funnel should be so that you don't feel exhausted or overwhelmed. So a great example, I always give this example. If you're a fiery person, you're going to love being on video and reels and you'll have a lot of energy. 
But if you're asking a watery person to go live every day and go on reels, it's going to exhaust them. So it's really important to consider who the person is and giving them a strategy that is authentic and honestly even um, sustainable. Because if it's not sustainable, it's just not going to work for anyone. Um, And I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs either give up or crash and burn. Um, And then the other element of that is, well, I keep saying element, but the missing element is actually who you want to work with. So if you are, if you have a lot of uh, fire, earth, and some air, but you don't have a lot of water, you want your messaging to attract watery people because those are the people you can help the most because they're, they're lacking what you have and vice versa. So what, cause what was happening to me is Um, As far as compatibility goes, you will usually attract your same element. So as far as like romantic partnerships, even friendships um, and people that you're working with, usually it's better to be the same element. But when you're actually doing a service that's trying to heal someone or help someone, you want to be complete opposites because you're their missing piece. So what happens is you want to show up on the platforms that feel good to you but then message to the element that you can help the most. So how did you come up with this? Honestly, it's it's so funny. I was in a mastermind and I, I genuinely believe whether or not you're even working with a good coach, the second you choose, and she was great though, but the second you choose to invest in yourself and really be like, I'm ready to take it to that next level. My mind was already you know buzzing when I was in this mastermind. And then she was such a Leo. I mean, <laughs> she must have been all fire, this girl. She had red hair, literally. And she was talking about this thing that she loved, like a podcast or something. And the reasons she loved it, and I'm sitting there, my little Virgo self, like, oh, that's funny. She really probably likes that because she's a Leo. And then from there, it just, it became this um, almost obsession. It was really like a download you know, I, I'm actually lacking water, so I wouldn't call myself the most intuitive person, but that I felt like I channeled this whole experience and it just, you know, the way it floods through me and it came to me was just, yeah, it almost was an out of, out of body, body experience. <laughs> so it's really interesting, this idea that who you are, astrologically speaking, helps to determine your marketing strategy, the the particular, for example, social media that you would use, and then also who you would attract. How do you figure this out? I mean, it's because of all of my years studying astrology that I I recognize certain traits. And I'm one of those people, I somehow always get this, you know, the sign and the the birthday. I usually do anyone's chart that I meet, especially if there's wine involved. It's just, it's just a thing I've done for so long now. Um, and, and that's the thing with it, uh, whether you want to take it or leave it, as far as astrology goes, I will say in my experience of reading charts and all of these things, I have never read someone's chart and not had them have an epiphany. I mean, it's, I've never seen someone go, no, that's not right. That doesn't sound like me. So I guess for me, it's that consistent, continuous confirmation that 
it's just, it feels very accurate. And on top of that too, so once you get to know who you are as a person, I also consider what the placements are in this exact moment. So hence why we have horoscopes, because your birth chart is who you are and who you should attract and things like that. Um, And then, but it's also important, like is Mercury in retrograde? Where's the moon and sun right now? So things like that, because like, for instance, um, on the first of the year this year, there were five planets in Capricorn, which is super driven, successful, you know, probably the most um, just workaholic placement. So I personally felt incredibly motivated and, and ready to go. But then there are times that you don't feel like doing a ton of work or days where you can only give a few hours, if even. Um, like right now we're in Pisces season. That's a sleepier time. It's it's creative. It's a great, like for you, oh my goodness, you should be painting every day. You might want to naturally. <laughs> yep. And and then that like black and white work, that kind of boring tech work is going to feel pretty heavy for all of us, especially if you're watery or have a lot of Pisces placements. So things like that are really important. And also the moon phases as well. So, I mean, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of energy to consider, but that's what I'm here for is to help people through that. <laughs> It's really a fascinating concept. I'm wondering if you could just give a couple more examples of the connection between elements and the approach to marketing. First, the simplest way is I'll just break down the messaging. So say, oh, and another thing I do have to comment. So it's you're basing your your missing and dominant element on the 10 planets. So 10 placements that are really important. So if you think about that, some people that I've read their charts have like three, three, two, and two as far as elements go. And those people might not need a coach. They might be very balanced. They might um, feel pretty fluent as a person anyways. I just read someone's chart and she seemed like she had her stuff together. And I was like, that's you lucky, you lucky lady. Um, Then some of us have like four, four, one, and one. So you might have two dominants. And two missing. So there. So first of all, there is that. But um, but a lot of people I have found have a pretty pretty obvious dominant and a missing. So once you figure that out, the missing element that you want to message to, um, it it really goes back to basic marketing where there's emotional selling, there's logical selling, there's inspirational selling, and there's educational. So you break it down into the elements. If you want to attract water people, they don't even care about the logistics and the numbers. They need to feel connected to you. They need to feel understood, empathized with. And if you, you know, share a lot about your personal story, that'll really attract them because they're emotionally connected to people. Then if you're dealing with earth, you have to be very logical and tons of facts, tons of numbers, tangible results. They want testimonials, social proof. Um, you could, I mean, I always think of my dad cause he's like such, he has a Virgo sun Capricorn rising, super successful man, very serious. And yeah, you could not sell him with emotions, not even a little bit. He needs to hear that you helped this many people and this amount, you know, the exact tangibles. 
And then there's air where they're fascinated by knowledge. If you can tell an airy person that, you know, something they've never heard before, they're going to love you. So if you can educate them and give them a cool fact, they will love that. And then there is fire. Now they love to be inspired. They want you to be, you know, that leader, that inspiration that they need. Um, so that's going to attract fiery people is just anything with passion and inspiration. And that's the messaging to your missing element. Now, when it's your, when it's you, it's your dominant element where you want to show up. I actually have different funnels that each person uses. So for instance, Every, whatever you're selling, you kind of always want to have a free something, a lower ticket signature offer, high ticket. But if you think about it, freebies can be in so many different forms. So for instance, a watery person, it should be something written or downloadable, something that people can, you know, that they can create. And then a fire person would be something where like a challenge. So like, you know, those three day challenge or five day challenges, a fiery person would have the energy to lead that and they would love the attention. And an earthy person, same thing would probably prefer like a guide or a checklist. So, and this is you creating it. So if you're an earthy person and then an air person would probably like to do a masterclass because they're really great teachers because they, they just know all of the things. So just things like that. And then you build your funnel from there versus telling someone, you know, I've noticed the one-to-many model is very popular right now where they're, everyone's like, you need group, group coaching. You need to do lots of people to, you know, scale your business. But that just doesn't work for everyone. I, I was coaching a really watery person and she did a group program and she hated it. Because one-on-one -on -one feels more natural. She needs to connect to her people to be able to serve them. She can't have eight people on a Zoom meeting. That's just not her energy. So being mindful of your offers, your funnel, and, and everything that's going to light you up. And also even different elements like working, and some don't. So if you're – I keep using water as an example. I just – I love water. I'm lacking water, so I know a lot about them. But um, – they might only want to work like 25 hours a week. So if you need to price a certain point or have certain offers that you really focus on, that's that's important as well. Does this also help determine where you find your likely ideal clients? So honestly, the interesting thing about this is I think you know, everyone kind of looks on all of the platform, you know, everyone's kind of toe, dipping their toe in everything. So you could probably find your ideal clients anywhere, but it's all about the messaging and how you show up, if that makes sense. So um, for instance, if you're, if you're a fire, well, hmm, I keep using the same example. If you are an earthy person, who wants to attract air people, you're definitely going to find, you know, there. since it's only four elements, they'll be everywhere, but it's really about your messaging more than anything. So um, I always say like earthy people should be on Pinterest and LinkedIn. So Pinterest is going to be really organized and efficient 
And LinkedIn is going to be um, more professional. And as you know, I'm sure you've seen, it's very like, these are my accomplishments. These are my published articles. So it's more tangible, but they can still attract airy people that happen to be on there. It's just about using the right messaging. So educating them, um, teaching them new things. So yeah, that's, I would say as far, cause it's only four elements. They're really everywhere as far as where to find them, but it's how you're messaging. Can you talk about how you use astrology in your own life and business? Yes, absolutely. Um, well, I do, I do use all of this now. So I, and that's when my business completely changed. Um, I, so what was happening with me when you have, when you have your chart, you can have lots of good placements. So the way, the way astrology works is it's, it's yin and yang. There's always bad and good, but there are some placements that are more problematic than others. Um, I try not to be too negative. And there's also a lot of, you could have squares in your chart. You can have trines, which are amazing and squares aren't so good. So for instance, I have tons of squares in my chart. So it can be very hard because I almost have different personalities sometimes because of certain really important placements that don't mesh well. So what happens is like, I'll start going down a certain path because of, you know, this part of me. And then I go, but that's not really going to light me up. So if that makes sense, um, that's what was happening with me. And then I finally was like, I need to revisit this chart and look into my business with it. Um, and on top of that, I'm finally actually launching something. So I'm doing my lunar launch. Um, so that is something I'm working on where different phases of the moon are better times to do different things. So the new moon is the best time to batch your content. Um, that's actually coming up, which kind of works out because it's right for the year, for the beginning of the year, it's around the first of the month, but um, that is the best time to create your content. And then the full moon is the best time to sell and kind of do like your big end of your launch because you want to be closing the cart right after the full moon because that's the time to reflect and rest. So whether you had a great launch a bad launch, that's, you know, you just need to take time off to, to reset. So I'm actually going to finally be doing this in my business. I'm really excited about it. Um, and so that's, that's how I use it there. And then I actually got to choose my daughter's birthday to a certain extent, obviously. So, um, she could have either been an Aries or a Taurus. And I, I was like, nope, we got to wait for Taurus because I'm married to an Aries and I can't. I can't have two of them in my house. <laughs> so yeah. Um, of course I couldn't choose the other placements, but I got very lucky. So. <laughs> so could you talk a little bit about how you work with your clients using astrology to help them to market their business? Yes, absolutely. So um the birth chart is very important. <laughs> so that that has to be determined because even my coaching style is different for different people to a certain extent because, for instance, a fiery person is going to need a lot of attention. 
however, that's not necessarily my dream element, but just, just for instance, um, I really, my missing elements are water and air. So, um, and the reason for that is you, so I'm fiery and earthy. So earth is very good at organization, um, you know, systems, funnels, things like that. So I can definitely help air people with that. (laughs) And then fiery people tend to be pretty confident and like showing up on social media, being all over the place. So helping, you know, water people with that feels really, really aligned versus if I worked with a fiery person, they wouldn't need help with that. You know what I mean? So that's where the importance kind of lies. I've noticed my biggest breakthroughs are with my missing elements. And that's really where that all formed. But anyway, so um, understanding your birth chart is incredibly important to find your missing and dominant elements. And then my next favorite step is, and everyone should do this, whether you work with me or not, is called an astrology resume. And this is where you go through. So especially if you're feeling, you know, crappy about yourself, and this is really my form of mindset work, where you go through your chart and you just highlight everything. You just copy and paste onto a Google document or Word document, whatever you prefer. And it's all of the positive traits that you have in your chart. And what this does for you is when you're having a bad day or just feeling like, I suck at everything. I can't do anything. I'm just not meant to do this. You can look at this list of things that are written in the stars that have been studied for longer than any known religion and say, okay, this is true about me. So I, I just, I love using that tool because it's almost like you know, when your mom or your friend says something nice about you, you're like, okay, that's a little biased, but thanks. But this is a completely unbiased formula that just is what it is. So I, I love that because when I'm feeling bad about myself, I'll say, oh, well, wait, I am really organized and I'm really this. And, you know, so it it just kind of makes you feel better. Now on the other side of that, there's also shadow work. And that is when you find, I hate saying bad traits, but your problematic traits and placements. And you also will write this down and then you find out what kind of work you need to do for that. So is meditation going to be your best thing? Tapping, journaling, um, you know, resentment work. So things like that. So that depending on what it is and what's going to be your biggest um, the thing that's holding you back the most. So that's my version of mindset work. Um, yeah. And then if people are launching um, something, a product, then yeah, going through the lunar launch. And um, I'm actually opening a mastermind that will have all of these things. So it's a three-month program, group program, but it also is going to have my, um, I'm actually creating a course all about this. So it'll have, you know, astrology and marketing and business. So all of the things and group coaching. And um, those people are really going to be focused on launching something and really going through the whole process. Today on the Shaman's Notebook, I have been speaking with Laura Castle, who is an astrology business strategist. If people want to find out more about your work and offerings, where can they go? 
Uh, yeah, they can go to lauracastle.com. So it's K-A-S-L and Laura underscore Castle on Instagram. Great. Well, thank you so much for being a guest today on The Shaman's Notebook. Thank you so much, Suzanne. It's been a pleasure. Each week on The Shaman's Notebook, I bring you new perspectives on healing from energy medicine practitioners, shamans, intuitives, and astrologists who are changing the way we think, feel, and heal. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to The Shaman's Notebook. And if you want to experience energy healing for yourself, join me on Fridays at the Healing Salon. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Suzanne Legrand, and you've been listening to The Shaman's Notebook. For more insights and adventures into healing, subscribe below and visit me at SuzanneLegrand.com. <laughs>